This is the Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by ComEd. ComEd is suspending disconnections and waiving any new late charges through at least July 1st. If your service has already been disconnected, please call us at 800-334-7661. Hey, I was wondering time. We use your hey, I was wondering. Great prizes become yours. Is this a sign of the time? Got an email from Erica. Uh, Hey, Eric, my husband and I are expecting a baby soon and have been going back and forth on what we want to name her. So it's obviously a girl. Okay. Baby girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had settled on the name Karina originally, but now my husband says we can't name her that. His reasoning? Because of the pandemic. It's not fair to name the baby an unpopular name that could could be considered part of the coronavirus outbreak. Corina, Corona, Corona. everybody looks back. Oh, you were born in 2020. Your name is Corina. Uh, Was that, uh, were your mom and dad doing something with Corona? He's afraid of the association. Right. Is my husband overthinking this, or is this something I should probably sign off on as well? Just wondering. Thanks, Erica. Hmm. You see anything to that? (laughs) Well, if her name was COVID... That'd be different. Maybe. Or Corona. I I feel like Corona is different enough in my opinion, but let's just say the moment you said Corona, Corona did not come to mind. Mine either. Mine either. At all. Mm -hmm. Because I did find a story about baby names that have become unpopular due to the coronavirus outbreak. Okay. Most parents are choosing to avoid names that are in any way similar to Corona or virus. Even (laughs) if that, so if you're going to name her... Vivian? What's close to virus? Of Even if that means Elvira. <laughs> That's true. Even if that means changing the name they'd already picked for their little bundle of joy. 7% of the people survey have changed the name uh, that they had originally chosen. Uh, names that have been foregone is, or are, I should say, Cora, Corina. There you go. Corina, Corin, Ronan, Viola, Violet, Violetta. No. Oh. Violetta's on there? It's on there. With two T's? Uh, no, just one T. Oh. Uh, because of the perceived similarity to the word coronavirus. Mm. I can't believe you let us on there. Yeah, so you, made the, you made the cut. That's Congratulations. Nice. I don't have the heart to tell her it's not really on there. Oh. <laughs> you can't now. <laughs> don't tell her. I, I she's sh- quiet. She's listening to Sam Fisher in her headphones. She can't hear us. I thought you were joking, but then you said it twice, so I thought you might be right. Uh, I was really selling it. Over uh, <laughs> half of those surveys would consider a rainbow-inspired name after the popular kids' art trend during the pandemic, though. Oh. Uh, kids have been making rainbows, and so they would consider names along those lines. Okay. So they did associate Karina with the coronavirus. Thus, I guess maybe they should take a pass on something like that. Can't have that for the kid. Eric in the morning list time. By the way, uh, Swanee has located Partyville. Okay. Partyville, Wisconsin. Real it's, place? It's actually, it sounds like Partyville, but it's spelled... P A R D E E, Partyville. Yeah, oh, Partyville. Okay, Isn't got it. Fun. Partyville. Yeah. Partyville. Yeah. I got a speeding ticket there. Okay. All right. <laughs> now you've become a listener. You're singing your sentences. I know. She's rubbing off on me. I'm I sorry. Know. Where is Partyville? P A R D E E, Party. I I just put it in my Google Maps. I'm not sure. You don't have it's any idea Wisconsin. where it is in the state. It's our oh. north. Over um, by Eau Claire. Let me tell you. Are you near you. a big lake? Yes, it's by a lake because uh-huh. we went fishing. Uh, no, I mean the big lake. It's by the Piggly Wiggly. Uh, um, yeah, that that narrows it down. And it's by okay. um, uh-huh. by past Portage, so west of Portage. Okay. No, east of Portage. Uh, the other oh, side. Boy. 
of Portage, Wisconsin, not Indiana. 312, I'm sorry I asked. 312-233-1019. Way into it right now. Top three things you're way into. Rose, you're way into. Uh, Really into gardening right now. Gardening. A lot of people really into that. Renee's really into what? Puzzles. Well, I'm sorry? Puzzles. Puzzles. Really into puzzles. Those are very hot right now. I don't know what this is, Jane. You're into what? Paint pouring. It's a blast. Paint pouring. What's that? Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of like a Mod Podge medium that you mix with acrylic paint. And then you... I'm glad you're into it because I, I don't know what any of it is. But I already know Podge. that I can't. Yeah, yeah. Mod is like Podge. a it dries like a clear glue. Uh, number three, Mark, your way into. Slap the base. I'm sorry. Slap the base. Slap the base. Slapping the base. Slapping the base. Got it. Oh. I, 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 I bass lessons. Yeah, slapping the base. Slapping the base. I thought it was going to be bass lessons, like some kind of fishing thing. Yeah. Slapping the base. Slapping the base. You named the movie, Melissa. Slapping the uh, base. I, I have no idea. It, what is it? You got Paul Rudd. You got Jason Siegel. I love you, man. I love you, man. There oh. you uh, Number two, you're way into what, Becca? Virtual Zumba. Virtual Zumba. Oh, okay. wow. Virtual Zumba as opposed to the in-person Zumba. And finally, in at number one, it's the simple things that you're way into, John. Uh, making sure all the bare spots on my lawn are full. There I you got are. Different- <laughs> Ah, just the simple things. I wish you could see how disappointed Violetta's face is right now. I thought it'd be something really interesting. <laughs> well, it is. You yeah. got different grasses. You got sungrass, parker yeah. shade, dense shade. Right, you got it all. Wandering around your lawn, finding bear patches, just trying to pass the day. It's satisfying when you can get those filled in. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what's he going to do? Virtual Zumba? (laughs) (laughs) Slap of the bass? No. That sounds weird. It does sound weird. (laughs) You know, you have kids for a reason. Mm -hmm. You can make them do things. Do things for you. Things that you probably don't want to (laughs) do. I make my kid blank. 312-233-1019. See, uh, my mom made me do this one, too, Patty. Hi. Hi. Make your kid what? Um, I make my kids bring all of the groceries in from the car and put them all away twice a week. There you go. That's, That's a great nice. idea. Oh, I yeah. like that a lot. Uh, you make your kid what, Woody? I look at my boy right in the eye and I say, hey, Junior, go get your daddy a beer out of the fridge. He's doing like a whole Southern thing. There's an act there going. An Academy Award winning presentation there. I bought it. Uh, Derek, make your kid what? Uh, I make my seven-year-old daughter pick up dog poop. Ah. Oh, totally character. good. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Now, uh, things start to get a little interesting around here. Mary, you make your kid what? Well, my husband taught my son how to make the perfect Long Island iced tea when he was 12, 13 years old. Oh. You know, that's complicated. Yeah, young bartender <laughs> in training making the perfect Long Island iced tea. Hold on a second. Hold on. You make your kid what, Shelly? Well, we have a big garden, and um, I make her put the chicken manure on it. Put the chicken manure on the garden. It's the yeah, price I you can't... pay for being a member of this family. Mm-hmm. How old is she? <laughs> Do we lose her? Oh, hmm. it sounds ah, like it. That's just how my day's going. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say seven. Listen to this one. Tim, you make your kid what? Uh, clean my chimney. 
clean the chimney. Well, that's what? not that's easy. That seems like you need a professional. Mm-hmm. No, you got a kid for uh, that. No, I saw it on YouTube. Right. I watched a YouTube video. Of right. course you to, did. I should have realized Force that. Force the kid to watch a YouTube uh, video on chimney cleaning and get him to work. Okay. Right. And they, they would get mad because I sing the Chim Chimney song. Yeah. Right. Like Mary right. Poppins. Bunch of soots falling yeah. down on them. Wow. Birds. Yeah. So you're making them work yeah. and you're torturing them with song? Yeah. Yes, yes. One of the joys. Maybe yep. next time they'll get born into a different family. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right, hold on, Tim. Hang on. All right. Make Long Island iced teas, clean the chimney, and our other finalist is Greg. You make your kids do what? Pluck the chin hairs from Grandma's chin. Ah, yeah. Pluck, oh, pluck Grandma's yeah. chin hair. Oh, I've done that before. <laughs> you plucked your Grandma's chin hair? My ex-boyfriend's oh, Grandma's oh, chin hair. That is sweet. And I shaved uh, How face. old uh, are you? Don't take away Greg's thunder here. Uh, how old are your kids, Greg? Well, this started at a very younger age, right. like in the 10, but she's 23 now. Still make her do it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to pay your college tuition if you don't pluck Grandma's chin hair. <laughs> oh uh, you want to go with uh, make a great Long Island iced tea, Ooh. clean the chimney, or pluck Grandma's chin hair? Whip. I like the chimney one. Chimney, uh, Melissa. Chimney. Chimney, Violetta. Chim, chimney, chim, chim chimney. There you go, Tim. The cleanest chimney in the neighborhood, thanks to your kids. All right. Hang on, Shane. Hang on, Angela. All right. You're an adult. It's time to kick these six things out of your bedroom. <laughs> Mattress on the floor, dead or dying plants, curtainless window, broken dresser drawer, lamp with a bare bulb, or a clothing chair. Now, Angela, without telling us which one of those six, how many do you have? Four. Four of them. Okay. All right. We're going to try to guess. There's four of us. We're going to try to guess which four. I hope you were all paying attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Melissa, of the four things, or of the six things I listed, Angela has four. Pick one of them. Um, is it, Angela, the dead plant? Dead plant. Angela? Yeah. Okay, we're one for one. All right. Whip, you are up. You have a clothing chair. Yeah. Two for two. Okay. <laughs> Violetta. Uh, we're two for two. Don't let us down yes. here. Come on. So there was a, uh, I'm going to go with, um, um, Hmm. I'm going to go with the last, do you? No, I do. I'm going to go with the lamp shade situation. Lamp shade doesn't fit or a bare bulb. No. Oh, oh man. But I, I knew the other two. I will go with broken dresser drawer. Yes. Aha. Oh. <laughs> uh, which leaves us either curtainless windows or mattress on the floor. Which one is it? Curtainless windows. Aha. <laughs> how do you sleep? Angela, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 43. You're a grown-up. It's time to get an adult bedroom. Never too late. You're the best, Angela. Thank you. All right, now (laughs) we're going to go to Shane. Shane, we're going to do things a little differently with you. I'm just going to list through these things, and you say yes or no whether you have them, okay? All right, sounds good. All right, let me ask you first, how old are you, Shane? I am 37. 37, so you would consider yourself at least by age an adult. By age, yes. I All right. That. You have such Here a deep voice. Uh, you should t- kick these six things out of your bedroom. Number one, mattress on the floor, yes or no? Yes. All right, we're one for one. That's my favorite. <laughs> dead or dying plants? Uh, it is very dead. Okay, very dead. Very dead. <laughs> very dead. Two for two. Curtainless windows. Uh, yes. Three for three. <laughs> no. We are on a tear here. <laughs> Broken dresser drawers. 
Uh, yes, I just leave it open because it won't close. Anymore. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lamps with bare bulbs or shades that don't fit. Uh, very much so. All very right. Much so. Oh and finally, God. Shane, we're looking for the clean sweep. A clothing chair. Uh, yes, I can't even see it anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a closet. Thirty-seven-year-old yeah. oh, Shane. Shane with the clean sweep. <laughs> Give it up for him. Nicely Way done. Go. Don't grow up now. The things you believed as a kid. <laughs> we had your milestones yesterday. Now we go back to your beliefs. You know, like Navy SEALs are actual SEALs. <laughs> that teachers, is hilarious. Teachers live at school. Or you eventually have to pick a radio station and stick with it. Forever. Now, Violetta, you said you have a good one. I'm going to give you a chance to walk that statement back before it's- you share because... It- You've set it up that it's going to just slay, and if it doesn't, you're going to have to live with it. It's going to slay because I've I've told people this a lot of times, and I get a great reaction. Hmm. I just know it's a good one. Hmm. All right, go ahead. (laughs) Well, we believe it. Okay, so when I was younger, I thought drinking and driving, like, don't drink and drive, man, you can't drink and drive anything. So, like, my dad would be drinking water. I'm like, Dad, stop. Like, we're going to get pulled over. Like, you're going to get in trouble. So I didn't realize it meant alcohol. I thought you're just not allowed to drink anything in the car. Makes that, sense. Did that one slay? Okay. Come on. I'm, I'm just asking. Okay, I'm saying sl- don't drink and all right, drive. All right, I okay. think we're totally right. slain. Okay. Right. It's okay. I don't know that it tops Laura's who believed what? That you could cook a frozen meatball in your mouth. Now that slays. Yeah. <laughs> cook a frozen meatball in your mouth. How did you settle on that? Well, okay. So when I was younger, I grew up with five older brothers. So one of them would, every single time we had spaghetti, would pop a frozen meatball in his mouth. And then my attention would go somewhere else. 20 minutes later, he would then show me he was eating. Ah, he was doing a bit. Cute. He was doing a bit, and you bought right in. Yeah, good stunt. (laughs) Hook, line, and sinker. You believed it as a kid, Tiffany. I believed that when you moved, you literally picked up your whole house and moved it with you. (laughs) Everything goes. (laughs) That is a good one. The whole thing. (laughs) That is hilarious. Did you believe that till about 19? Sure, sure. No, but I remember when I was like in second grade, my neighbors were moving, and my brothers and sisters and I all got up at like 6 a.m. because we wanted to see this big house Man, get this is going to be something. Watch them move this <laughs> thing. We're going to hook it up to the trailer and pull it away. As a kid, Lynette, you believed what? I believe that you only had a certain amount of hair, like a ball of hair under your scalp, and that once you kept cutting your hair, you'd eventually run out of hair. That seems oh, like a reasonable thought yeah. to me. I might still yeah. believe that. Yeah, right. I right. still don't get hair. I'm running out of my ball of hair right now. <laughs> v, you believed it. I've always believed that rabbit laid eggs. Rabbits lay eggs. From Easter. Oh, Easter, yeah. Easter, right. Easter, Easter bunny. bunny. The Easter bunny thing messed all of us up. Yeah. Barbara, you believed it. Hi, Barbara. Hi. I believed that when I was younger, when radio stations played music, that the bands were actually in the stations with you. I, I believe the I same thing. That too. They are totally. Yeah. I didn't get. I didn't really? get how it would work yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. There okay. were bands everywhere. The place <laughs> yeah. is just filled with bands. <laughs> wow. And finally, as a kid, you believed it, Sam. My parent, grandparents went to Italy, and they told me they'd visit the Pope, and I believe they'd go up to his door and just knock on it and right, see him. Right, Just go you right know, up and visit that makes the Pope. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You go to his knock house? Knock on his door and yeah. say hi. Yeah. yeah. I can see why you think that. Have to wake him up? Yeah. A new survey by WalletHub reveals that 73.5 million Americans plan to look for a new job they describe as blank proof. Mm. What kind of proof, Brianne? Pandemic proof. Exactly right. Ew. 73 oh. and a half million Americans are like, that's it. You know what? I'm not uh, 
I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to find a job that regardless if there's a pandemic or not, this job's still going to exist. Mm-hmm. Interesting thought process. Yeah, right. I'm going to consider whole new facets of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, is your job pandemic-proof, Brianne? It is. I'm a nurse. Ah, mm-hmm. yes, you are. Okay. You are always going to be necessary. <laughs> be yes, busier, you are. Busier okay. during pandemics. Unlike radio people that are barely necessary. Ever. <laughs> barely. <laughs> exactly. It's definitely not essential. What? Oh, there, it's sweet of you to say. The numbers are still pretty high. Uh, 73.5 million Americans want a job that's pandemic-proof that can withstand if this happens again. 40% of people won't feel comfortable getting on an airplane still until mm. there's a vaccine. I am in the 60%. Yeah. I'm, I'm wow. ready. I'm I mean, ready. as long as they make everybody wear those masks. Like, I'm more scared about wearing the mask the whole time. Like, if that's a long like, flight. Like, like you, suffocating yourself? Well, yeah. And they having to smell your breath as we learned there yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 21% of people still don't feel comfortable dining out until there's a vaccine. Hmm. I'm going to guess, Whip, you're in both these groups. No, the airplane, I would be a little iffy, but the dining out is all right. All right. Uh, 27% of people don't feel comfortable staying in a hotel until there's a vaccine. Ooh. Um, really? Again, you just picture all those past things, like, even before this, like, how gross hotels are. Yeah, never scared us off before. Right, right. If they really, really really looked at it, but then it's like, oh, now this one could be even worse. And Mm -hmm. finally, 73.5 million Americans are going to look for a new job that's more pandemic-proof that hopefully pays well so you can get it doubled. We've got a person from each of these towns that will verify each of you is... Taking on the task in the last 20 minutes to try to pick the highlight of visiting each of these towns. We'll see if these people that live there agree with you. Okay. okay. All right. Who would like to start? Well, I'll take it if you want. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Sure. South Holland. Yeah. Uh, say hello to Brad. Hi, Brad. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Brad. Uh, you call South Holland home? <laughs> yeah, I actually grew up there, spent about 21 years there, and still will go there off and on for work. Perfect. Cool. Right. Perfect. Now, uh, Whip selected South Holland, unknown to uh, uh, him what the task would be to find a good reason to visit South Holland, a landmark, a location, something cool to visit there. He's going to share that with you, and I want you to verify whether or not you've ever done this or heard of it. <laughs> you got it. Okay. All right, Whip, are you ready to go? Yes. All right, go ahead. The Sand Ridge Nature Preserve, Brad. Yes, that is valid. Absolutely. Uh, what is that, Whip? I can tell you all about it. Uh, just give, of, me, uh, give me a little bit on that. One of the high-quality nature uh, areas in the whole state, according to the Illinois Nature Preserves Commission, they average a 4.9 out of 5-star rating on wow. their Facebook page. Out of 38 people, that's a huge sample size. Wow. And they recently hosted a Meet Our Birds celebration and a turtle time on their Facebook page. Uh, Brad, cool. you've been to the Sand Ridge Nature Preserve. I have. And you recommend it? Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's uh, right on the border of uh, it's right on the border of one of the other towns. But yeah, it's nice uh-huh. if you want to get out there and just go for a walk and enjoy nature. Uh, if uh, if you had to offer up as a former resident one other thing to do in South Holland or a place to go to dinner or eat or whatever, what would you suggest? Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, they've got some great uh, baseball fields for for the kids for the youth out there good that's a lot of fun for family there you go need that hit the baseball fields thank you brad we appreciate it who's up next violetta or melissa whatever you want you want to go violetta no you can go (laughs) (laughs) she's still looking (laughs) okay all right right, i'll go let's go to palatine hi michelle hey what's up uh you're a palatine resident I have lived in Palatine my whole life. I'm 33 years old. Oh, you know your way around then. So we're going to see. Melissa has selected what she believes is the thing we should do if we come to Palatine. You let us know, A, if you've done it, and B, if you agree, okay? 
Okay, go ahead. All right, fire away, Melissa. All right, well, um, I didn't go the easy route because I know there's lots of great restaurants, mm-hmm. but I went the route of a museum. So in Palatine, there's the George Clayson House Museum. And Off of Palatine Road. You got it. Right <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. I'm six houses away from that museum. Wow. Wow. What is that museum, Melissa? So it was actually a house that was built in 1873. It was bought by the public library and then rehabbed by the Palatine Historical Society, and they mm-hmm. opened it up as a museum. Mm-hmm. It's really cool because it's so old, and it features like a parlor, a sitting room, a dining room, kitchen. It has its own library. The second floor had five bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool. So you Sounds can. Sounds like you're on a real estate tour. I know. I've been on a field trip there, and I remember everything about it. Everything's original. Yes. Oh, wow. Wow. have like the pots they went potty in at night oh wow the pots yeah. Yeah. Potty in. That's a... did not mention hang on a second i gotta clear fight. my schedule and get to palatine yeah. today hold on <laughs> you also didn't mention the original fire station that's right next to clayton ah okay. see we're adding to it thank you michelle yeah so it wow. sounds like a really fun place to go check out that's great you can hear the palatine pride in totally. michelle's voice totally all right you ready violetta yes okay uh carol stream time hi tony Hi, how are you today? Uh, great. You live in Carroll Stream? I do. I have lived there for 37 years. All right. Uh, Violetta was assigned Carroll Stream as, you know, if we were going to take a road trip to Carroll Stream and look for something to do, listen to what she has to say and let us know, A, whether or not you've done it, and B, whether or not it's the best thing to do, okay? I'm ready. All right. Fire away. Okay, so I actually have found... You, by the way, have you been to the water reclamation <laughs> uh, plant there? <laughs> I actually have. Right? Oh, it's an that. attraction. Uh, at Halloween time, wow. yeah. Right on 88. a real nice uh, uh, plan for them there. Oh, perfect. All right, go ahead. Give Tony what we have. Okay, so I, this actually looks really cool. It's the Klein Creek Farm. It's a living history museum. You step back into time and experience life on a working <laughs> farm from 1890. Oh, wow. Have you been there? I haven't. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, well, no. do you know where it is? I know exactly where it is. My husband and I actually uh, go there quite frequently, uh-huh. and we use it as a starting point for us to take a walk on the prairie path. All yeah, because right, it's, okay. it's right on Timber Ridge Forest Preserve in West Chicago, because right. that's where Carol Stream is. Swanee's shaking his head no. No, <laughs> no. What do you mean no? <laughs> Which part? Well, so they have costumed like interpreters working on the farm. It's all using like old tools. They're pulling the mill with horses, and they're dressing little hats and bonnets, and they're making pies and aprons, and they have animals sure there you can check out. in Portland? No, <laughs> no, it seems like it, right? Because you're going back in time. It sounds really fun. I think is, I'm actually going to go there. Is she telling the truth, Tony? Is this ringing a bell, or are you just going along with the program? <laughs> you know what? I was going to say Violetta was a chicken because she waited so long to go, but she's telling the truth about what they have there. Oh, it's a wonderful thank place. you. Uh, any other uh, must-see spots in Carol Stream that come to mind, Tony? Um, if I was going to go, I would say to go to the Fountain, which is at the corner of Gary Avenue and Lies. All right. Yes, um, yes, yes. Got a real nice park there yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to walk through. And right across the street, you can go to Bulldogs and sit down and have a good Ooh. meal and a drink. All well, right, I Bulldogs. Do that. I love mm-hmm. it. I love a place called Bulldogs. This sounds like a great vacation. Wow. You guys ought a road trip to all these places. I'm going to. They sound like fun. Sounds great. Tidbit Tuesday on the mix. Lady Gaga gets us started. Remember yesterday's uh, story about Lady Gaga, how she gave her uh, coat, her leather jacket to a fan? Yeah. Who just said, hey, bitchin' leather jacket. (laughs) She's like, you want it? You can have it. (laughs) And that was it. Uh, Lady Gaga is all about giving things away, although I I don't see, I'm failing to see the equity here in 
for making it equitable to giveaways. Lady Gaga gave her dad a box of Oreos for Father's Day. There you go. Oh, okay. Not that Oreos aren't delicious. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's the dad who has everything already. Probably. Hmm. All right. Lady Gaga sent her father a box of Oreos for Father's Day. He revealed uh, yesterday, although the star said to be worth $275 million, restaurateur Joe Germanata, that's her dad, mm-hmm. seemed perfectly happy with the cookie gift, which usually runs about 4 bucks a box. He told Fox Businesses, uh, my daughter Stephanie, you know, a.k.a. Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. oh, God. she sent me a box of Oreos. Man, it was a great day. So he's just happy to continue to main, maintain contact. Remember, he was in some trouble there for a while. Yeah. Uh, asking uh, if uh, he owns a restaurant, asking his employees to take uh, pay cuts when his daughter, who was funding the restaurant's worth, you know, the money that she's Sure. Yeah. Right, I remember right, right. remember that. Controversial guy. You know, we were talking movies a few moments ago. According to uh, early talks, Michael Keaton could appear again as Batman. Oh, yeah, I saw that story. According to The Wrap, the 68-year-old actor could return to, return as the Cape Crusader in The Flash movie. The movie The Flash. Okay. So Michael Keaton would do a cameo as Batman That'd in The nice. Flash. The talks are in the very early stages. I wonder what year it was that he was 1989. The 1989. The, the Prince uh, soundtrack on that. He starred as Batman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Michael okay. Keaton did it originally the first time he starred as Batman. Uh, here's something that uh, drives Melissa crazy. Man wins his second $4 million lotto jackpot what? in Michigan. Second? Well, why Wait. Why settle for just one when you can win two? Yeah, you're so probably feeling really lucky after you win that first one. you got to yeah. play again. Yep. Both times he won $4 million? Yep. Mark Clark of Monroe <gasps> County, Michigan. Won his second $4 million lottery. Clark won his first one in 2017 while playing the Millionaire's Club instant game. He won his second $4 million jackpot earlier this month in another instant game. You know, the uh, I don't under, ever understand that, and you hear this happening from time to time, but the odds of winning at all are... It's insane. So to do it twice and within three mm. years, it's crazy. Something fishy. Hence the reason I shared the story. Yeah. I know, but it's just that those things, those stories are unbelievable. COVID pandemic reportedly causing a national coin shortage. Why? Like other employers, the U.S. Mint cut production oh. to protect its workers from catching the coronavirus. So now the flow of coins through the economy has basically stopped. Okay. Got to get more Where coins are flowing through. They're saying new coins. You know, they take the old oh. coins out, replace them with new ones. Oh. Now they're not really doing that right now, so new coins aren't really flowing through the economy. Other countries are using them. Yes. Uh, people are just learning baby owls sleep face down because their heads are too heavy. Oh, really? Oh, baby yeah. owls are so cute. And it's hilarious. It looks like a drunk owl. Yeah, like face down, just, uh, out cold. Yep. How cute is that? Oh, yeah. The image first surface online is a bit of a meme because, you know, everybody likes a drunk owl. But reliable sources say baby owls do, in fact, sleep face down because their heads are just, frankly, too heavy to hold up. Cute. Like, you know, like regular babies. Their heads are all heavy. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are. They support their heads. Right. Yeah, from baby owls to baby goats. Six baby goats were stolen from an ice cream shop petting zoo in Michigan. Okay. Aww. Maybe that guy who won four million bucks can get them back. Well, yeah, that's a good plan. Uh, a doorbell camera records an Amazon driver following unusual instructions in Magnolia, Delaware. The additional instructions... For delivery included shout abracadabra and then run away, which the guy did. <laughs> he mm-hmm. did? So the doorbell camera <laughs> caught the guy walking up with the package for Lynn Stefari and her 13-year-old son. The note on the door says, knock on the door three times, scream abracadabra as loud as you can, then run super fast away, which the guy did. <laughs> I like it. He's playing along. Yeah, that's good. 
A 36-year-old Ohio woman was arrested for calling 911 after her parents cut off her cell phone service. Mm. And when mom and dad cut your cell phone service off, it's time to call in the authorities. For sure. Does Bronco still pay for your cell phone, Violetta? No, I'm on my own plan because Bronco started going through my call log oh, once. Oh, I see. And I was like, uh, yeah, negative. Yeah. You, yeah. you can't be seeing all those randos you're calling. Exactly. Get on my business. And finally, a Scottish man is being sued for calling his ex's new Irish boyfriend a leprechaun. And those are fighting <laughs> words. Wait, is that an insult? Yeah. What? Yep. He's been taken to court after using the term leprechaun to describe the ex-partner's new Irish boyfriend in a threatening email. Terry Myers from Aberdeen was fined for using the derogatory term in reference to his former girlfriend's new partner who was born in Dublin. It's... The woman contacted police after receiving the email and taking offense to the term leprechaun and threats of physical violence. Yeah, he says he's going to punch a guy in the face. Oh. Yeah. This is the Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by ComEd. ComEd is suspending disconnections and waiving any new late charges through at least July 1st. If your service has already been disconnected, please call us at 800-334-7661.